What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode three of the Big Paisan Fitness Podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk to the beginners. I've been receiving a lot of questions regarding how to start a program at the gym. Uh, Some people have been brand new beginners, never been to the gym, trying to get into it. They don't know where to start. They don't know how to start, what to do, what not to do. And also, I've gotten some questions from people who it's been a long time since they've been to the gym, and they're not quite sure how to reintroduce their bodies to the workout. Should they start by running? Should they start by lifting? Heavy weight, little weight, what are they going to do? So we're going to make this episode all about you guys and hopefully get you on the right track. We're going to break down some typical beginner or just some typical basic routines. Three-day splits, four-day splits, things like that. We'll try to get through as much of it as we can. I'm joined again by my co-hosts, Mel and Leo. What's up, you guys? Hey, how's it going? Hey, yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, man, it's going, it's going. So, um, what do you guys like to do at the gym? We do a little bit of everything. We like to maybe start off with a little bit of cardio, get our muscles loosened up, and then... <clears throat> I hate cardio. Yeah. But I don't do cardio. I don't like to run, ever. <laughs> no, we, we've learned that it, it helps our muscles it doesn't. get ready. <laughs> it's evil, and it should not be done. Right. Ever. Uh, but yeah, we like a little bit of everything. We... Leo, you run? Oh, yeah. What's wrong with you? Why? I love to run. I love no. To run. no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. So, um, let's see. Now, when you guys first started, I know it's been a while. You guys have been working out for a long time, but how about maybe something that applies more to you guys how do you after some time taking off maybe vacation or work gets in the way how do you guys reintroduce yourself to working out like what do you guys do to kind of get back into it you know honestly um i take it a little bit slow which i think everyone has to go with their own preference but i know for me it's best to get in the gym and not push myself so hard that i'm going to be scared to come back So uh, I go in, I do the best I can, uh, I go as long as I can, and typically my first days back are a bit shorter, admittedly, but, uh, you know, it it allows me to view it as a positive experience and hop back in a a couple days later, which uh, gets me kicked in the high Now, do you do more lifting or more running? How how do you normally, what do you focus on? You know, honestly, when I'm at the gym, I'm mostly doing lifting. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I, I've learned, uh, I used to hop in the gym. The first thing I would do every time I go to the gym is pull-ups and dips. I would just hit the pull-up bar. And <laughs> you start off by warming up your back for whatever exactly. reason? Exactly. Well, you know, I had learned you go for your big muscle groups, go for the calisthenics first, and that's what I was doing. But then I realized after my first set of pull-ups, I was needing to go to the water fountain. I got my heart rate was up to almost max heart rate after doing my first set of pull-ups. I realized that wasn't really healthy for me. It wasn't really getting me anywhere. So nowadays, I hop on the treadmill five minutes, seven minutes maybe. Gets my heart rate going so that I can hit those pull-ups. What happened and is feel Mel better. got to you. Mel and her cardio got to you. Well, right. just hopping in the treadmill, you don't have to go full sprint. You know, just they find a snake in a treadmill. Treadmills really? are evil. <laughs> <laughs> like, you shouldn't be running, ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just do a little bit of incline. Just kind of get your heart rate going. You, yeah, warm up. It's good to warm up. Yeah, you don't want to shoot it right up. We're in the hospital. We see a lot of that. And it's just not healthy for you. Right, right. Just kind of start slow and, and build yourself back up. Okay, now, 
How often do you guys work out? Like, what's your typical? Is it a three-day, two-day, four-day? What do you guys do? I'd say typically we hit the gym maybe three days. Uh, okay. And cardio, about the same. So we're working out. So uh, it's separate and, days. It's not all in one day. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We don't have the time, honestly. You know, and I, I know a lot of you out there listening, you got jobs, right? So you're waking yeah. up and the first thing you do, maybe you go to the gym, but then your evenings, you're you're at home. We're not all sponsored athletes, unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, just once a day, but we like to mix it up a little bit. You know, if you're lifting one day, then go do your cardio the next. We try to do every other day. So maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we'll go for a run. But on Tuesday and Thursday, we'll go to the gym. Okay, yeah, that, that's, that's that's pretty good. I mean, most people, like Leo mentioned, you know, you don't have the time to spend every day in the gym. So you just got to figure out what kind of split works for you. Now, have you guys ever done cardio and weight training in the same day like just a warm-up cardio or do you do intense cardio and then lifting no we'll do a little bit of both maybe if if it's been a few days and we haven't had the time to work out maybe we'll hop on a treadmill run two three miles (laughs) we'll run two three miles and then go back out there and lift some like you said do a little bit of pull-ups dips you guys heard that right. They're running two to three miles. I don't think I can run two to three yards before keeling over. It's not going to work. Two to three miles is on our mixed days. We, we run a bit ah. more on just our cardio days. So. They're insane, guys. Don't listen. <laughs> yeah. Stop listening. On a good day, we'll get about five miles. Mute the TV. Listen to me. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So let's try to figure this out here. Let's give a quick blueprint. Um, First question that I see a lot of, or the most common question is, I'm new to the gym, what do I do? Everybody, it seems, is trying to get to the gym to lose fat. That's pretty obvious. All of us are hanging on to a little bit more than we should, especially if you haven't worked out before, or it's been a long time since you have, you know, your glory days in high school and whatnot. So they, people start off by asking, what do I do? Do I run? Do I lift? Do I lift heavy? Do I just go in there and just go ballistic on it and lift whatever I can? Let's give them, and you guys can chime in here, kind of correct me and modify me here, but let's start off with a typical Monday. Everybody works out their chest on Monday. Everybody's mother's brother, sister, and their dog works their chest on Monday. It's called International Chest Day for a reason. So sometimes what people like to do, I know that I do just to kind of avoid the traffic jams, is I'll do something different on Monday. Um, sometimes I do my weeks, I do my workouts in God mode, which is I start with legs on Monday. If you guys have never done that, I encourage you to try it. It's excruciating. It hurts a lot after you do legs on Monday and then you try to do any other exercise. I mean, you think sitting on a toilet is hard after leg day. You can just imagine trying to get on and off a bench or a machine or something. It's, it's pretty intense, but it does help you get through the gym quicker because no one no one, no one is doing legs on a Monday. So all those machines are completely clear. But uh, the blueprint that we're going to lay out, you don't have to follow exactly. It's just, like I said, I'm doing a common one. And you can play around with it as much as you want. But let's start with chest. And we'll get both the male and female perspective from you guys. A typical chest day starts off with flat bench. You're going to do three sets to whatever amount of reps you're trying to do. 
on the flat bench. And then you're going to move on to incline. And then as a third exercise, I mean, Leo, what, what do you do? You have table crossovers, um, incline dumbbell flies. What are you doing? Oh, I mix it up. I like, uh, you know, honestly, the butterfly machine. Okay. One of my favorites for okay. chest day. So the seated those, incline fly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, decline bench is one of my favorites. You know, you can really power up with those. You can, I find it, uh, at least in my own experience, that incline is my least weight. Flat bench is my middle weight. And my decline, I can really punch out some heavy weights. Um, that's my own body type, so I don't know if that's the same for everybody, but. Yeah, everybody's got their thing. Um, yeah, so I mix those up. I mix it in with uh, with the butterfly machine, and also I do dips. You know, I see a lot of people forgoing that uh, calisthenic using your own body weight, uh, but if you lean forward on your dips a little bit, you can really work your chest and get great full body workout. Yeah, a lot of people think that dips is just for triceps. Well, like you said, if you lean forward, you really start to hit that upper pec area. It gives you a nice good stretch, good range of motion. Right. How do you handle... It, Mel, do you do more cables? Do you do more free weights, machine weights? What do you, what do you like to do? I'm almost on the same page as Leah. We um, like to start with a little bit of the bench and then move up from there. I will say for girls, it's hard for us to handle our own body weight. So we've learned to use the assisted pull-ups yeah, yeah. and the assisted dips and I don't have to max myself out, but I can push myself right. to use a little bit less weight to pull myself back up on those steps. And like you said, I've noticed a huge difference with leaning forward, with right. tightening my core, and that helps a whole lot too, to build those muscles that we don't tend to use as much. Now, towards the end, I'm going to touch on how much weight to use just to help you guys out, but... You know, we'll leave that for a second. So that's your typical chest day, basically going in. You're going to work out the flat bench for your main pecs, and then you're going to do some incline bench to get the upper, and then either decline bench, something else to hit either the lower pec or the middle pec on the seated dumbbell fly, or the seated machine fly, sorry. Now, uh, second, a typical Tuesday rolls out with back day. Everybody does back day on Tuesday. So... A typical one starts off with either doing pull-ups or pull-downs, or lap pull-downs on the machine. Now, depending on what level of fitness you're at, you may not be able to do a pull-up. I mean, it, it's a lot. It's heavy. I've seen guys that can do lap pull-downs at two, 250 pounds, but they can only do one or two pull-ups. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty intense. So, if your gym has an assisted pull-up machine, you can definitely use that. Some people find the lap pull-downs uncomfortable, so just kind of go in there, experiment, see what you like, see what feels better for you, and go for it. After the pull-downs, that's typically followed by some sort of seated uh, machine row to get the middle lats, to get the, the big muscle there in the back, to get that lat spread going. And then after that, they do something to hit the lower lats, like uh, straight arm cable press-downs, or they can use a rope. To do it, a typical staple, a very common one, is a dumbbell row. They go to that rack and they start doing dumbbell rows. That's also very good for your back. After that, oh, you know what we forgot? I'm an idiot. You guys didn't correct me. We forgot to do triceps. So let's go back to Monday. Let's rewind. Forget the back for a second. After chest, people like to hit triceps. They work together. So you try, you try to group these things together. 
A typical tricep workout, the dips, again, try not to lean forward this time, kind of go back a little bit to hit the tricep. Or you can do a very common one is the rope uh, pull-downs. Or you can do tricep press-downs. That's also we're doing with a straight bar. And then, of course, some sort of dumbbell kickback or skull crusher or something like that. The important thing about the tricep, if you guys don't know, is the tricep has three heads. It has three different muscles. So you got to try to hit each one in order to get that fully formed tricep. Now, uh, the kickbacks, you know, that tends to hit the inner. The dips kind of get the upper and outer going. Skull crushers, uh, I think there's more than the um, outer head. But uh, again, we're talking Monday, so after your chest, you're going to do the triceps. And with all these exercises, again, it's all a matter of going in there, seeing what feels right for you. Don't go too heavy. Don't go too light. Again, at the end, I'm going to elaborate on that. But let's fast forward now. We're back to Tuesday. We finished our back. We did what we're going to do. So now we're going to hit biceps. Biceps are easy. Really, any type of curling exercise, and you're going to be good to go. Whether you're using a machine or free weights, anything where you're curling, you're going to be good to go. But a typical one, what I like to do, I don't know about you guys, I like to start off with uh, seated incline dumbbell curls. Being seated and on an incline, it prevents you from cheating, so it kind of helps really focus on the biceps. Um, after that, I might do a standing dumbbell curl, followed by an easy bar curl or something like that, something to kind of get both both arms going at the same time. I like isolation. I prefer the free weights. Even if I'm using a machine, I'll grab on to one handle at a time. First, I'll do my right arm, then I'll do my left arm, just to really isolate them. Like the tri, well, sort of like the tricep, your bicep has two heads. It has a long head and a short head. So you have to use various exercises. Um, if you're using like the easy bar, grasping closer to the bar, grasping outside of the bar, that hits the different parts, doing reverse dumbbell curls, things like that. But your typical one is going to involve a dumbbell curl, some sort of easy bar curl or bar curl, and then maybe even a cable. Do you guys do a lot of cable exercises, or do you prefer the free weights? Do you prefer the machines, the free weights? Where, where do you guys head? You know, Big, I think you hit on uh, a good strategy, which is to mix it up. Yeah. So, you know, we almost never work out one muscle group on just one kind of exercise. We're not doing our biceps solely on free weights or machine or cable. Uh, honestly, if you can get your sets in and have a little bit of each of the three, uh, sometimes that's my preference. You know, I really like, um, the machines because, uh, you know, you get a constant pull all the way through. They're designed ergonomically to, uh, from the very start when you're pulling on that weight to the very end when you're all the way up and, and max flexed, uh, to be giving you tension. Whereas free weights, while they uh, help work on your small muscles, help give you more robust um, muscle workout, they don't have the same tension all the way through the pool. So really, if you mix the three together, I think you get the best of all three worlds. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, for the beginners out there, both ways, either if you've never been to the gym before, it's been a while, a lot of people knock machines. They say that you should be using the free weights because machines cheat and they help you too much. While that in some cases may be true, there's one thing that a machine does really, really well, and that's it helps you keep your form. It forces you 
to maintain proper form because the machine can only move one way. You can't contort your body while you're on it. So if you're trying to practice an exercise, if you've never done it before and you're kind of trying to see how it feels, using a machine is a really good way to start. If you're a beginner who's never been at the gym, definitely use the machines because it'll help you get your form going. It'll help make sure that it'll help teach you what it is that you need to do so that when you go to the free weights, you're not throwing out your back trying to do curls or anything like that. Um, Mel, what is what do you like to do for biceps? I know women sometimes try to hit their arms. They try to get, you know, they have the flabby arm syndrome thing going. They try to get a little more definition. What is one of your favorite exercises to hit the biceps to try to get that definition in there? Um, I'll say the machines help me out a lot. Like you said earlier, just keeping that form is very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always afraid of pulling something I'm not supposed to pull. Right. I want to be able to keep going to the gym and not be limited by it. So um, that machine just always helps help me keep yeah. that form. And like even Leo said, just keeping that tension. I think as women, we think of ourselves as weak and we don't want to keep pulling on it because we just want to give up. But right. those machines just really, truly has helped me to have a consistent workout and not give up so easily. Right, right. No, that's good. That's good. Um, okay, so we've covered a Monday. We've covered a Tuesday. So now in your typical workout week, Wednesday is going to be a rest day. You're going to be sore. You're going to be hurt. So Wednesday, you're going to take it easy. Now, a rest day does not mean that you do nothing. I encourage you guys to go out and walk around. You know, if you can walk your dog, go to the park, do whatever you need to do. Stay active. Keep your body in the habit of being active. No big. That's when we go out and get our cardio done. See, no, don't, don't do cardio. No, 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 no. no, no. Don't like it. We do. Just, just walk. Walking is fine. Rollerblade, something. I mean, that's cardio, to, I guess. But to it's more fun. their own. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you're going to rest on a Wednesday, and now Thursday is going to come up, and typically you would hit shoulders and abs on a Thursday. Now, now that I've said abs, I said the magic word. Nine, nine out of ten of you out there are trying to lose fat around your stomach. So let me get this misconception out of the way. Listen carefully. Turn up your radio. Do whatever you got to do. You cannot lose weight in one part of your body. Let me say that again. You cannot lose weight on one part of your body. If you think that you can just skip to Thursday and do a million crunches that you're going to Burn fat right around your midsection, it's not going to happen. A lot of people start off their questions with, I'm trying to get a flatter stomach, so here's the thing, guys and girls. Let me break this down for you. Your body burns fat proportionally. It doesn't matter if you're doing curls. It doesn't matter if you're doing squats. It doesn't matter if you're doing crunches. Your body will just burn fat. Your body's not going to sit here and say, oh, he's doing crunches or she's doing crunches. Let me burn fat only from the stomach. No. It loses weight. It burns fat proportionally. So now, having said that, let's go back to your Thursday. You're going to start off with your shoulders. Now, you got to be careful with the shoulders. There, There's a lot of muscles in there. you got your rotator cuff going on in there. And these are very small muscles, so they can't lift a lot of weight. So you've got to be careful, especially if you're first starting out. You got to be careful with the shoulders. Mel, you work in a hospital. I'm sure you've seen plenty of people 
was some sort of thrown or torn rotator cuff. Is that is that right? Yeah, we actually see a lot of those surgeries, and you do not want to have them. Um, you are out for maybe six weeks exactly. at least. Exactly. Um, and it takes a long time for those little muscles to come back together. Um, whenever I work out, I've, I've felt a little bit of an injury there in my shoulder. So I'll limit myself to how much weight I can lift right. because of that. I, I don't want to be in their shoes. Right, right. So a, a common thing to do when you first start, warm up your rotator cuffs. Absolutely. Hop online, take a look. These are exercises that you're going to do with very light weight. I'm talking two, maybe five pounds. You're going to get the rotator cuff moving. You're going to get those muscles warmed up. You don't even need weights for that. Yeah, you know, exactly. Just kind of exactly. do circular motions. Just kind of loosen them up a right. little. Get those things going. Get them moving. Get them warmed up. And now when you do start lifting, some of your common ones, you're going to do some sort of overhead press, which will work out your whole shoulder. Now, let me, what I mean by the whole shoulder is your shoulder has three heads. You've got the one in the front, you've got the one in the middle, you've got the one in the back. Your shoulder presses, your overhead presses are going to work out the, the whole shoulder. Then you're going to want to start isolating. You're going to hit the front with some sort of front dumbbell raise. You're going to hit the sides with some sort of lateral raise where you're lifting the weights to your sides. And then for the back one, you're going to do some sort of cable face pull is normally the typical one. Um, a thing to remember whenever you're doing any of those exercises is don't rock your body. You're going to want to use momentum to try to throw the weight up. That's just going to hurt your back. It's going to hurt your shoulder. Don't go there. If you're a beginner, I urge you start with lighter weight and sit down. Sit on a bench or something like that because that's going to prevent you from moving the rest of your body. Um, now, Leo, uh, do you prefer, some people prefer to stand. Do you prefer to stand or sit? What do you find more comfortable? What, what is your go-to? You know, I prefer to stand myself. But I watched a few YouTube videos, to be honest, because uh, no matter what weightlifting you're doing, um, whenever you stand, you have the opportunity to use momentum, to use your body weight to help leverage right. uh, that dumbbell up. Right, right. Uh, and so if you go out to the internet and research a little bit on um, how to keep proper form as you're standing, you know, it seems... Pretty simple. You're, you're not moving. You're just standing in place. But, you know, I keep my leg, legs bent and sometimes I, I lean my body in certain directions depending on which exercise I'm doing. Um, and I keep it pretty solid. But I, I keep good form and I keep it decently solid as I'm, as I'm standing. So. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, definitely be careful with the rocking. Trying to, you know, you're going to want to cheat. Your muscles are going to get tired and you're going to want to cheat to get that weight up. And that's exactly where you're going to hurt yourself. So. See what feels better, standing, sitting, just be mindful of how you're moving the rest of your body. Now, now that Thursday's over with, we come to Friday, and this is normally everybody's leg day. They do legs on Friday so they can use the Saturday and Sunday to recuperate. Leg days are painful, very, very painful. But your typical exercises are you're going to start with a squat. Squats are, if you're trying to do any sort of definition, ladies, Quads, your butt, all of you try to get that butt lift going, you have to do squats. I mean, you have to do squats. There's just no other way around it. So you're going to start with the squat, then you're going to move on to like the leg extension machine, get those quads going. Then either a seated or a lying leg curl. Being a guy, we have a uh, thing in between our legs. 
That's kind of annoying. And seated leg curls don't quite work for me. Um, it hurts. So I like the lying leg curls better. You're in a better position. I can get the weight up better. And I don't hurt myself. I don't make myself cry when I'm at the gym. So after that, you got your hamstrings. Now you're going to want to move on to the calves. And that typically is any kind of either seated or standing leg or uh, calf raise. Some people like to do both. Some people like to do just one or the other. Calves are going to be tough. It takes forever to get your calves to grow. You use them so much throughout your day that when you're working them out, it's tough. But some people like to use a combination just so they can have a more complete workout. Um, again, if you're a beginner, you may not want to, you know, you may want to start off squatting with just the bar. But if you're afraid, if you're afraid that you're going to fall over or anything like that, you know, there's always the Smith machine. You can use it to kind of help stabilize you or, you know what, just do some leg extensions, do some lying leg curls till you build up some strength in your legs and then move on to the squat rack when you're ready to go. So that is a typical work week or yeah, workout week. You've got your Monday, Tuesday, rest on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then you rest on the weekend. As you advance, as you grow, you may start isolating more to where on Monday you're doing just your chest. And on Friday, you're doing legs twice or you're doing, you know, you're doing your leg extensions, calves and leg presses. You just keep adding things on as your as your body gets stronger. You may have a day designated just to your arms where you do nothing but curls and triceps, you know, biceps and triceps the whole time. If you're short on time and you find some weeks where you can't get to the gym as often, maybe you can't do the four days, you can always switch to a three day or a two day. Where basically what you're doing is you're just adding more things on that one day. So maybe on Monday, you're going to do your chest, your biceps, and your triceps. You're going to do three muscles. And on Tuesday, you're going to do your back, your shoulders, and your abs. So just kind of modify. See where your week is. See what you can do. How do you guys normally do? Do a four-day split or five days? What do you? What's your average one? I know it changes a lot, but what's your average? You know, honestly, with all the cardio we do, we uh, we hit the gym, I'd say, maybe three days a week on average. Um, you know, if they did do cardio, they could probably do it more. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> definitely Cardio's true. evil. Um, and we do limit our leg days a little bit because we are mixing up our cardio between mountain biking and running and, uh, you know, even swimming and uh, all sorts of Fun different stuff. exercises. Right. So, uh, you know, it depends on your cardio, I think, how strong you go into leg day. But you don't want to be one of those guys who is beefy on top, or ladies, and who has chicken legs. Yes, you don't be that guy. Don't be that. Don't skip leg day. How many of those guys and ladies guys, do we see in the gym? girls notice. Mel, Mel, yeah, women notice. They notice that you've got some, some sticks down there. Yeah, I hear you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Work out your legs, guys. That's it's true. not all about the upper body. The mirror goes beyond just your waist. There is a bottom down there, and don't neglect it. Too many guys, I think, personally feel self-conscious going uh, into leg day. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot more. If you look at the proportion of gender across the gym, it's noticeable. It really is. It really is. But, uh, you know, the ladies like uh, strong legs as well. You know? The thing is, is, that just goes back to our sexual nature. Women work everything below the waist because that's where guys look first. And men work everything above the waist because that's where women look first. But if you guys want to have a well-rounded physique, you got to do it all. You got to have the arms, you got to have the back, the legs, the butt, the whole thing. But don't don't cut yourself short. Don't limit yourself. Absolutely. 
Uh, in closing, we're going to hit on the weights real quick. Let me give a quick example here. Let's say you're doing any exercise. You're going to do three sets. And in those three sets, you're going to hit a certain number of reps. Now, unless you're trying to gain size, unless you're going to a powerlifting kind of thing, your reps are going to be anywhere between the 10 to 12 range. Sometimes higher, but I don't recommend it. I mean, there's people that go into the gym and they're trying to hit like 16 and 20, but that's just unnecessary. Keep it within the 10 to 12. So here's what you're going to do. Here's how you know how much weight you need to use. If you have, like, again, if you've never been to the gym before or if it's been a while, you're not quite sure what you're capable of in either case. Let's say you're doing an exercise. Let's say you're doing bench press. Okay. You're going to try to hit that 10 to 12. Put on some weight. Give it a try. If you only get to four, five, somewhere in that range, you're using too much. It's too heavy. And this goes for anything. If you go to pick up some dumbbells to do some curls and you're trying to hit the 10 to 12 and you only make it to three, the dumbbell is too big. Get a smaller one. What you're trying to achieve is if your target is 10 to 12 reps, when you hit 12, you should be beginning to struggle. Number 10, number 11, and number 12 should be difficult. You should be pushing. You should be struggling to get those up. That's how you know you're at that magic number. That's how you know that that's the weight that you need to use. Now, if you have a workout partner, one thing that you can do, you can get a little bit more mathematical with it. Leo is good at this part. I can't do numbers to save my life, but you can have a day where basically you max out. You find out what your one rep max is, and then you use percentages to go from there. You can say, okay, my rep is 200. My my maximum is 200 pounds. So on Monday when I go in this week, I'm going to do 20% of my max, or I'm going to do 30% of my max. And you can take a more mathematical approach. But typically, typically the way that you want to do it is you want to hit that sweet spot. You want to be struggling when you get to that 10, 11, 12. Now, the reason that there's a rep range between 10 to 12 is because you're trying to hit any number in there, either 10, 11, or 12, as long as you fall in that range. Now, if you can put up the 12 easily without any kind of struggle, if, if it was just simple, well, then it's too light. You, you need to go a little bit heavier. If you're working out by yourself, that's something that's going to be the hardest thing to overcome is to actually challenge yourself. It's very easy to be like, you know what, I want to have a light day today, but definitely challenge yourself. I talked about that in episode one. If you're going to go by yourself, you need to learn how to push yourself. But um, I think we pretty much, anything else, you guys? Is there anything? I think we've covered pretty much all of it. Um the different splits, the how many days to work out. Yeah, I've got to say um, something that we both learned is how to, especially with our party with running, is to control our breathing. And that's so important. In, in See, guys, breathing is not a problem when you lift weights. See, cardio is a lot of better of a problem. You're going to die doing cardio. <laughs> well, because a lot of people tend to hold their breath. They do. They hold their breath when they lift. And yeah. that just cuts your workout almost by half because you – Forget that your body needs that oxygen to keep You going. need oxygen, guys. It's important. <laughs> you got to keep going. you got to keep breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where partners can come in as well. Yeah, if you have a gym partner, it truly is a blessing. They help a lot. They help push you. But gym partners are impossible to find sometimes. It really is tough to find somebody that's got the same motivation. 
accountability. Accountability. Like they're going to be there. They're going to help you. They're they're not going to let you cheat yourself and whatnot. But uh, thank you guys for joining me again. Absolutely. I look Thanks forward for to seeing you again. at the next episode. Um, I'll figure out what we're going to talk about. I don't know. Join the Facebook group, Big Python Fitness. I post things on there. It's an open forum for you guys to debate and yell at each other about what's right and what's wrong. Check it out. Um, we're also on Instagram, big.paizan.fitness. Check us out there. I always post things there, promotions and special things. Uh, if you're looking for some big Paizan gear, help support the podcast, buy our stuff. It's on human, the number two apparel.com. They sell some of their stuff, but they also sell some of ours. If you take a look at the menu, you'll see big Paizan fitness there on the left. And also, don't forget, if you have any questions, any comments, any concerns, email me, apaisan at gmail.com. That's E-Y-P-A-I-S-A-N at gmail.com. And remember, if your question gets featured, you get a free t-shirt. So with that, have a pleasant rest of your day and keep lifting. See ya. Bye.